Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And today we're talking about the new Quentin Tarantino film, The Ridiculous Six. Jesus Christ. Did you see that on Netflix? You saw that? <laughs> I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? Okay. It looks like a classic. <laughs> I know. I can't, I can't wait to. Yeah, great. You know what? That, that movie right there is coming out like when Lindsay Nielsen was still alive, he'd be in it probably. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, so Hateful Eight. <laughs> God damn it. This is great. Hateful Eight. Yeah, we're talking about the Hateful Eight, the new Quentin Tarantino, yep. the new Adam Sandler movie. Oh, Hateful Jesus. Eight. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh god. Okay, so I think that you and I probably agree on this right here. It was a great. It was a good movie, right? Let me just go ahead and say that. Yes. Okay. And where do we start with this? Where do we start with this movie? Let's let's just start off with the uh, what we always talk about when we talk about a new movie. Oh, uh, theater experience. Yes. Okay. So I so I sat down in this theater. So I um I have reserved seating. The place I go to I have reserved seating. I have amazing seats. I talked to this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sat down and it was like 10 minutes before the movie starts. I'm like, okay, cool. I realized I haven't gone to go pee in the last two hours. Oh, fuck. I'm like, I have to go right now. Let's make sure I don't like, like, I, 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 I didn't feel like I could go pee. I was like, I was like, I was fine. I was like, I was feeling okay. I was like, okay. For anyone who doesn't know, this is a three hour long yeah, movie. Yes, <laughs> a three hour long movie. And if you watch like the uh, the 70 millimeter roadshow version, mm-hmm. it's. Which we didn't. Which, yeah, we didn't. Unfortunately, we didn't. But I think we talked about I, I've, I've read enough about it. I can talk about it. No problem, I think. Right. Anyway, so I was sitting there, I was like, oh, God. So I ran off to the bathroom real fast. I was like, pee, pee, pee. Just hurry up and pee. It's like, listen, listen, you. <laughs> Look like a tree and get out of here. And so um, I was sitting in the bathroom just like going, oh, my God, could you just, just do it? Because I, I can't leave the theater for this show. Like, there's certain movies that like, you can't leave the theater for. Right. I've been watching movies recently that I can't leave the theater, basically, and come back and, like, understand what's going on. Yeah. Like, recently I saw the movie The Big Short. You can't leave the theater. Right. I saw Star Wars. You can't leave the theater for that stuff. Right. I mean, you probably, I mean, I think Star Wars is like the closest to, you could probably leave and come back and understand what's going on. Yeah, but you don't want to. But you don't want to because there's so much cool stuff in that movie. Anyway, Hateful Eight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I sat down, so I sat down again, and this dude next to me was talking to his girlfriend or wife or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. And my God, they were the biggest trailer trash I've I've ever heard in my entire life. Over the phone, or she was in the bathroom. With no, 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 they, no, no. This was this was like when I, I sat back down again. Okay. I sat back down okay. Again. <laughs> and this guy was talking to this girl, and she was just like his wife or whatever they said, and they were being like the most white trash people imaginable. Basically, the way they were talking, the way they were acting, I'm just like. Oh my god! If they don't shut up, I'm going to have to like move someplace else. Yeah, but I have like this these seats here. Like I pick out here sometimes. Like it's like the one of the best seats in the house, basically. Right. So I'm like, I don't want to move, but I I will have to if these people don't shut up. Mm-hmm. But what was great though is the movie started and they immediately were silent. Right. I had a sim. I had a similar kind of thing when I went to see Godzilla. Uh, I had these two people behind me who thought it was hilarious that they kept saying, Oh, oh, Godzilla! Oh! <laughs> and they, they finally stopped. <laughs> well, like, what's this a scene of like the Inspector Gadget movie where he's like, the, uh, he's like, he's like walking on the big tall whatever and all of a sudden like, the gadgets are like, Oh, Godzilla! And then whatever. It's like, God, what a bunch of racists. <laughs> like I had these two dipshits behind me who kept saying that over and over again. Oh, like God. laughing their asses off. Oh god, just really um, kill those people. <laughs> just yeah, like the, well, yeah. They, they, I mean, they were the funny ones, right? They're the funny ones of their group. So <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I, I think I think I think that one of the best day experiences I had, like outside of uh, when I went to like they served you food or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was I was gonna I was watching the movie uh, uh, Mr. Holmes with uh, Ian McKellen. Yeah, and these two old people, like kind of close by me, or whatever, were actually hilarious. Like before the movie started, they were actually like the funniest old people I've ever heard in my entire life. I was actually oh, laughing, nice. like in my, I was like not laughing like out loud, but I was like, it's like they were actually the funniest people. Like they're like, if they like, give them a TV show, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like they deserve like the TV series. Like that's who deserves one. 
God, uh, I was when I was in line for Star Wars. I was uh, I know we're way off on a tangent right now. Yeah, it's when okay. I, when I was, <laughs> what, what podcast do you think you're listening to? Um, it's also a Tarantino. He goes off a tangent right, as well, yeah. so it's yeah, okay. But, Just, by the way, this is going to be a three hour long po- podcast. <laughs> oh my peed. god, no! I can peek <laughs> in. I can go pee real fast. Hold on. <laughs> I don't get in the middle of the podcast. Hear you, hear you in the background. <laughs> Pee, damn it! Pee! <laughs> Come out. Um, I, yeah, I was I was standing in line for Star Wars, and I ended up just like I'm not I'm not a very social person. I started talking to you're, people. You're not. In line. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other people might not know that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> they know me for talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great whenever you're left alone. No one's being annoying. But it's also yeah. great when, like, there's just a fellow theater goer that's actually fun to be around. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, 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 one of the best times to go, I usually like to go, like, to big movies, like, once, it, when, like, the day comes out. Because mm-hmm. everybody there, like, the, the energy in the room is just, like, amazing. Right. I think the last thing I saw, like, in Midnight Showing was, I think, The Hobbit, the first Hobbit, I think, was the, the last time. Actually, I haven't been in a long time to go see a Midnight Showing. But um, I went to go see The Hobbit. It's before everybody realized it was a crappy movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the like, just like the the feeling there is like always so awesome. Like you just like you feel like everybody there wants to be because they want to see that movie specifically because it's just gonna be. It's not just like oh, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see a movie, whatever. Sure. Yeah. These people like went out we there went to, when, when we saw Resurrection F. Oh yeah, yeah. That, oh yeah. There you go. That's true. Okay, that's true. I guess I did see like a. I could, I was, I'm not sure if that was the first day or not. When it I was, saw it, it wasn't first day, but it was. Um, it was still like a packed like, yeah, theater. Like the, though. Those, the, those are the people like, like those people are going because they love Dragon Ball Z. Like no one who is kind of curious about Dragon Ball Z is going to go see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a funny story about that real fast. So I don't want to tell still. God damn it. I, I didn't. I didn't admit this in the podcast, but uh, the seat I chose for Resurrection F was. Basically, I think it actually was supposed to be more of like the the person with the, like if you had like a handicapped person, like your okay. friend, whatever, and you're supposed to sit next to them, to like you know, whatever, like guess like their help, whatever. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, and like the the seat is labeled basically as like the handicap assistant. Uh huh. I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, if somebody comes up, comes like rolls up to me, <laughs> rolls up to me, like and if they, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, I, I can't handle that. <laughs> it's like it's they'll, like we got they'll, they'll they'll walk up and they'll say, "Sir, what are you doing here?" I'm disabled. I'm disabled. What's your wheelchair? It was stolen. It's stolen. <laughs> it was stolen. <laughs> How are you disabled? <laughs> Leg disabled. <laughs> Leg disabled. <laughs> okay. So hey, so let's get back to you know hateful Ed, I guess right. Okay. Let's actually talk about the movie now. <laughs> well, I gotta talk about my fucking cinematics. I don't care what you say about Screw your cinematic experience. The so, important part is the movie was great. So uh, okay. Jennifer okay. Jason Lee, let's talk about her for a second. Okay, so the, so both of us, we both went on uh, a December 30th screening. And another very short tangent here, by the way, still related to the movie. This movie has had like the weirdest fucking release. Because, I mean, it's the, the date's been fluctuating for like since 2014. But... Um, just like in the last month, like obviously there was the road show on Christmas and they were, but they were going to put it out on for everyone else on the 8th of January. Then it got moved up to the first. Now all of like the TV spots are saying the 31st, but we went to see it on the 30th. <laughs> yeah. Like I was looking up the, uh, that's why like I, when I, when I got my tickets, I thought they said the 31st. I thought that's like, okay, cool. I'll watch, I'll watch it for new year's. Awesome. Whatever. Blah, blah. Yeah. And I looked at my tickets and I realized Oh no no no! This is this is the thirtieth. Like yeah, yeah. I thought I clicked on the thing whenever I saw like whatever the earliest showing was of it. I was like, cool, I'll watch it then. Right. Awesome. And um, so I just got off of work. So I was gonna come the next morning to like actually it was today. I was going to work this morning, then go and go see it tonight. Be like, awesome. You know, blah, blah blah. Oh no! I had to uh, I had to work. I had to like work, go see the movie, come home and sleep for an hour and a half, and then go to work. Yeah. <laughs> That was awful. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it was just like it was so weird. I went to go check the the times because um, my my theater had been listing it for the eighth for so long they hadn't updated it. And I was like, guys, you need to get it with the program so I can watch this movie. 
And like, but like even the site, it still says the 31st. And it was the one, th- there was this one theater um, in the chain that was playing it um, at, well, had one 7 p.m. showing for the 30th. And I was like, you know what? I'm off that day. I'm jumping on it. <laughs> um, so I, I've never been to that that theater in particular before. So it took me forever to like navigate my way there. I got there like five minutes before the movie starts. I, I never, I don't know uh, about you, Chris, but I, I never get like popcorn or anything when I go to a movie. This time I did because I just wanted to like engross myself in like the magic of seeing a film <laughs> in, on a big screen, especially, you know, just a, a Tarantino movie. So I got popcorn. Sat which which is on film, by the way. That's that's if it's digital, it's not correct. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, it's not film. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's my Tarantino impression. That's it. I feel, I feel like Tarantino's like more understanding of the idea of like, shooting something on digital then he he wouldn't say it's not a like not a film or not a movie that's true he wouldn't say it's not a movie yeah he, like yeah that cunt james cameron no not james was, cameron wasn't james cameron that said no that? Like, dude james cameron is so oh digital. no that's right. yeah, yeah you're right you're right you're right christopher digital. nolan that stupid that's pussy bitch yeah, christopher yeah. nolan Oh, it's, it's not a real film if it's shot on digital it needs to be it needs to be shot on film uh, what, what was it James Cameron that said that uh, it's not a real movie it has like the like the post credits thing nope, or whatever? that was also Christopher that was Lowe. also okay uh, he's just a stupid fucking twat that's true okay I, I get the, you, I get them both confused Nolan. they're both bad filmmakers anyway um, <laughs> we, just, we just lost all our viewers oh by we the way. did we totally did <laughs> all our listeners are gone alright listen guys this podcast actually is about the lizard people taking over the world thank you for continuing on this podcast 9-11 was an inside job <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Building seven. Building seven. <laughs> leaving all of that in, by the way. <coughs> oh, that's all that that's in the podcast. Anyway, so I, I. <laughs> you okay? Oh, good night, everyone. Um, yeah, we're, we're fucked. So I, uh, I, I go. I get. I got everything squared away. Go into the go into the theater, and it's it's pretty packed already. Um, I managed to get like you know like in the middle of the of the room, but um, like middle of the screen. I wasn't like close enough to where like I'm breaking my neck looking at it, but I was fairly close. And I had these two fucking. Uh, these two fucking dumb people behind me. Like, this theater, by the way, had so much legroom and their seats, like, tilted, uh, actually tilted back. Uh, like, the, the other one does tilt back, but, like, not as far as these do. Apparently, I guess, I guess maybe they had four foot long feet and <laughs> needed all of that legroom. Oh, God. So, like, they, they would, like, complain every time I tried to lean back, you know, so I can watch the movie. So, for the first, like, 90 minutes... I was like at a 90 degree angle or whatever, like 45 degree angle trying to like be in a position where I could see the, the, the screen. <laughs> and I, I like, just like that at that point, I, I like looked over at the clock that they had by like the, the fire exit. And I was like, I'm not doing this for another 90 minutes. Fuck them. And I just leaned back in my chair and I could hear them grunt, like aggravated. I was like, I don't, you can go fuck yourself i don't care <laughs> um but i mean yeah so it didn't it didn't hinder my 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 film viewing experience whatsoever and you lived happily ever after the end so after 15 minutes of <laughs> yeah about that let's uh let's get into chapter two of our discussion yeah, and talk two. about the movie yeah chapter two labeled as samuel L. jackson <laughs> yeah <laughs> And after the two podcasters were done talking, they went on to talk about the movie. <laughs> that's, that's, that was uh, my impression, Tarantino doing the narration. You could totally, you could totally tell that was scripted, by the way, because he would be like, "Someone poisoned the coffee, okay?" <laughs> 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 if he was improvising. 
Yeah, supervised, that'd, that'd be the way he did it. Okay, and also, like, the most is, okay, all right? That's it, all right? <laughs> he like, fumbles around with the microphone and drops it. It's like, uh... That's my guy Anyway, so Samuel Jackson's character was... I should, oh, man. I should, since, we, since we're already brought that up, I should say, I... Uh, Quentin Tarantino has this... I was, I was concerned. I didn't see him in the opening credits. Uh, so I was like, oh, is he not going to, he's like always in, he always has a cameo in these movies. Um, is he not going to be in this one? Or will it like be as small as like Jackie Brown where he was just the answering machine? And uh, he came in as the narrator just a couple times and it was great. I really enjoyed it. I'll try to remember what uh, cameo he had Jackie Brown. I forgot what it was. Yeah, that's right. Answering machine. Yeah. <laughs> he does this weird fucking voice. <laughs> Uh, really he does i'm not surprised <laughs> every time he said this it was a weird voice he's, except for like i think like reservoir dogs is normal like yeah. that was it just, please leave message yeah <laughs> something like oh, that no. i can't remember what it was oh that was weird um he tried to sound like a robot yeah 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 um yeah i was actually actually when i was texting him to show up as a like, character in there and i was just like oh i guess it's gonna be a narrator blah 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 um, actually, the part that I think it's going to show up and like, after, I think it's, like, when Chang Tatum, like, shoots Samuel L. Jackson in the, uh, uh, the, the crotch. Yeah. <laughs> crotch region. I figured, I was like, oh, there's some people down there, there's other people down there, but a lot of things, like, more than one person down there, but it was just Chang Tatum by himself. Yeah. I, thought, I was like, oh, no, here comes Tarantino, gonna ruin the whole movie, like, showing up. <laughs> he's gonna have, a, he's gonna An Australian accident. An, an Australian <laughs> accident with even more lines. I also like the fact that they finally addressed the thing that that's that word that he's using there, like N-word. I can say it. People don't really like that, that word. <laughs> they don't make like being called by that word. I was like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. If um, I addressed this, that, like, every time that he just, just says the word or it doesn't matter, like, it doesn't have any consequence to it, but, like, he actually added consequence to, um... Yeah, to, yeah. To, uh, what's-his-face saying that word or whatever constantly. And I was just like, oh, there we go. Man, I was trying to look up the number for <laughs> this thing with yours. 110. Really? That's what I'm seeing right here. Okay. Yeah. I'd believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe it, too. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, I guess we start from the beginning of the movie, it was, and just kind of go through it that way. Um, I just want to jump around a little bit, because I got, I got notes all over the place. On yeah, this one. yeah, my notes are all over the place, too. Um, I'll just go ahead and read off one of mine. Okay. Uh, well, okay, so what I expected uh, going into this, I was expecting sort of a, you know, you hear, like, eight guys all in one one place i expected kind of like a 12 angry men type thing or like and, a whole bunch of fucking yeah yeah i uh, <laughs> that's that's the, that's the porn parody 12 horny men um, <laughs> <laughs> is uh henry fonda that one as well or is he, he actually was yeah okay um <laughs> so and i, I mean I, I expected that and we kind of got it um you know aside from the occasion like the beginning and last act i'd say yeah so yeah I, uh that that was that was pretty cool i was i was pleased with that um i felt like a, more like a murder mystery sort of thing and then that was kind of fun as well like the little bit of like uh cause it was kind of strange like it had like the murder mystery going on there and also i jumped to like it was like you know very spaghetti western murder mystery and then it skipped, it skipped over to like tarantino's western movie or yeah yeah um i oh yeah let's, let's talk about this for a second so um the movie like obviously has like tarantino dialogue throughout and there was like um there's one scene prior to this that you know obviously felt very tarantino but like as soon as kurt russell dies like the the, the coffee gets poisoned um he and ob or jb ob 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 yeah um the only non-hateful of yeah the actually there was actually there's actually 10 people by the way yeah but ob doesn't count as one of them the mm-hmm. still is nine uh is it is it the general because he, he like he wasn't because general is part of the hateful eight though mm. like if, if you look at the thing he's counted he's called the confederate okay so i'm not sure exactly who it is is not counted in there mm. i don't remember who it is was it, anymore is it i think uh, i think it's i think because tatum doesn't count somehow but he was part of like the four that arrived yeah, and i guess the, it's like it's like i think it's like, i think it's like the four that arrived and the the first four the tim roth and 
Michael yeah. Madsen characters, and then the four that shows up, like, with Samuel Jackson and Kurt Russell. Right. Like, those count as the other four, I guess. Mm. So, not, no. Anyway. So. <laughs> and detour. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, there's the, um, yeah, the scene where they get poisoned and they, uh, like, they're puking blood everywhere. And uh, people getting, uh, Kurt Russell's, like, getting shot and uh, he's punching uh the girl in the face i was like <laughs> as soon as all that shit started going down i was like now this is a fucking tarantino movie <laughs> <laughs> like it immediately like it immediately kicked it up a notch i was like yes this is this this went from okay to great <laughs> for me it was like that was like the prelude to tarantino the part that became tarantino was once Samuel Jackson started telling the story about how the Confederate son died and how he that like, was that was that was the that was the scene before. Um, was that scene before? Yeah, that was that was before because Kurt Russell was still alive. Oh, how weird! That, okay, anyway. that, yeah, that was they were. That's that's either way. The point is that that was when I was like, "This is a Tarantino movie again." Like this was like I was like, "This is I was like, this is a Tarantino monologue," but it, it's still like it's still not a Tarantino movie. <laughs> No, 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 that was a Tarantino movie. The, the humor was there. The yeah. gory violence was there. Everything was there. Yeah. Well, it's weird. It's like, you know, that wasn't actually gory. But in your mind, though, you just imagine it being a lot worse than what they were, the, were the even showing you. The guy does get you. shot. The guy does get shot, whatever. Yeah. But, like, in, like you're, you're like, even though they show you something, that's something about Tarantino. It's like, they'll show you something on screen or whatever. But in your mind, it seems way more violent. Like, Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. It's only violent, like, a couple scenes. Yeah. Well, like, really two scenes of actual, like, or three, uh, maybe three scenes of violence, whatever, right? Whatever. It's not horribly violent. It just, you feel it's more violent. That's the thing that Tarantino yeah. does great. Really great. This movie here felt way more violent than it actually was. Yeah. Well, like, the, the last act was super, super violent. Yeah. But, like, it felt super violent, like, even in the early stages of the movie. Just because of that, just because that overall feel that he gives to... Well, there's corpses around and everything, and, like, everything's caked in blood by, like, the end of the second act, so... Yeah. Oh, my God. Um... I'm trying to, I, I, I wrote down like uh, my notes here. Like, I can't, I can't decide whose death was more gory. Like, I can't decide if it was Chain Tatum's head getting blown off and like blowing onto uh, the the girl's like head. Or she's like picking, that was picking. so fucking great. <laughs> and then like, or was it Bob who got who had his head blown clean <laughs> off? <laughs> it, was, it was completely. It was gone. And like, so I can't decide. Like, I think that I think the Chain Tatum death is the best one, just because you saw the girl picking out the parts of like his brain his out brain of her hair. Brain is like all in her hair and shit. It's incredible. And her reaction, by the way. Was just like you tell much of a psychopath as she was. Yeah, because she didn't have as I mean she was pretty distraught from that right there. Yeah, but she wasn't like, you know how distraught you think you should be if like you just saw your brother getting your his head blown off in front of you. Yeah, she's just, she's just a and total onto psycho. You. <laughs> and onto you, yeah, and you picking it out of your hair. And your hair. It's so great. <laughs> I was expecting, by the way, whenever like uh, when um, Kurt Russell's character was the hangman was uh puking a blood river mm-hmm. i started him to like puke it like into her mouth or whatever he did like, puke all over her face <laughs> he did yeah but i was like, like a little bit closer like just to, it was whatever like <laughs> him like trying to kill her that way or whatever that would be that was it was so great it was, it was so, so gross it <laughs> so I, was like, oh. I loved it it reminded me they're, like, the they're, he's like punching her because like because <laughs> I, I guess like either he thought she had something to do with it or just like out of frustration, he was just beating the shit out of her, and like he's just standing on her, like puking all over her blood, all over her fucking face. Yeah, that girl had to have blood on her, like that. Right They're like all over her face, like the entire movie, basically. Yeah, for like the, or, like, the next the last, ninety minutes, next time yeah. is whatever. Yeah, basically, like the rest of the movie, she just had blood, like just pouring down her face. Basically. <laughs> so that's it probably like, like you know, a good oh, <laughs> like month of filming or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, oh god, probably yeah, way more than that. I'm sure, just just. Just like just sitting there, like because there's so many shots in there, like where she's like in the background. Because mm-hmm. the way he shot his movie here was very different than what he's done before. Yes. Since it was shot seventy millimeter, right? Um, he shot it more wide. There's yes. a lot more wide shots in here, so you, you saw can, like, so you more. can kind of see everyone and where they're. Yeah, in the and I, I like that because like the the background was also a player in the story. Right. Like you know, you'd see things going on in the background over there that also kind of important to pay attention to, and also the foreground is also very important to pay attention to. So to to both. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I I might have missed this part though. Like, did they show 
the person poisoning the coffee in the background like I, during during the during the well, scene I mean, we didn't we didn't know anything about it so like they were very well could have because i was reading something like how somebody like they might have shown that or whatever and i was like oh i, I totally missed that that did if that happened that'd be amazing if i missed that because i was like i i i'd have to think that they did um that's that's during Samuel Jackson's story. Yeah, yeah it, in this way, it was like so focused on like Samuel Jackson in the Confederate, right? Um, that they just don't pay attention to anything else going on around it. Right. Them, you know, it's so it's such a sadistic scene. It's also it, the fact that you know he's lying about this whole thing. Oh the yeah, ra- the oh wrong yeah. Like, this whole story is totally, like he probably did. Now I, I'm sure he did kill the Confederate son. Right. That part is pretty. I'm pretty sure about that part. Right. But everything else, though, is just just to try to rile him up as much as possible. Yeah. I just I love that. Like, well, he, they, like they, they set that up with like the because the Lincoln letter. The Lincoln letter, right? Like the Lincoln letter yeah. was like was obviously he does these things right, to like get a certain type of reaction or like get out of situations, yeah. or whatever. And he, you know, that he wanted to kill the Confederate. Like that was a big thing. He wanted to go and yeah, shoot that's him. Why, yeah, he set the gun down next to him. Exactly, and you're just like, I was, once he set that gun down, I was like, oh, here comes the first death. Here yep. we go. <laughs> you know. He's setting him up for it, and like it clearly, what like talking about how it, uh, you know, made him walk naked through the snow wasn't doing it. So he's like, okay, time to kick it up a notch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he was like going, like he was making it bigger and bigger and bigger. Like like he did the whole like, and then I was laughing, like, ha, 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Which of course I can't, I can't do his laugh, but it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was so great. It was so yeah, it was so diabolical. Uh, and um, that right there was like when you realize that. Uh, his character really is not redeemable. Like there was a little bit of that in the carriage about him, like kind of burning people alive, whatever. It was kind of yeah. bad, but that right there was like that was like Samuel Jackson is totally a bad guy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like he was sort of okay. That's fine. Like everybody in the movie basically is a bad guy. Yeah. Like there's no good guys in this whole movie. Like they're all bad people except for one person, Obi. He yes. did nothing wrong. He's just a driver. Right. Like yeah. he like I I felt so bad for him like also punished what's, the most he he drank the coffee and I was like ah yeah yeah <laughs> but that's one thing about Tarantino though is like like no there's, there's a character in there that, that that's like if they're useless to the plot he gets rid of them yeah like he understands like this person's useless so we're not gonna have him there well, like he was not, not even not even just you know useless characters it's like every everything nothing safe nothing sacred yeah like that was just like all right we're gonna gonna do this <laughs> this guy is gonna die and then once i saw russell ticker i was like there's no way yeah yeah th- that was I, surprising i thought i figured I, that I russell was gonna it. be like the main character basically i figured that samuel jackson was gonna get was gonna kill over first well, like samuel jackson's top build so i knew that, it, like, well no, i thought that that's why i thought he was gonna die first i was like there's no way that he's gonna like oh sure sure like he's pulling a fast one on you yeah i was like okay here's gonna like here's gonna run the part like samuel jackson no Russell's well, died first. They, they, okay. they, they had Samuel Jackson top build, and then like obviously Kurt Russell was next. So like, but they were like in the um, promotional material, they were like making it seem like uh, Kurt Russell's the main character. So I was like, they're that's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> oh, I, I was I was very impressed with Kurt Russell in this thing. I was oh. I was just I was so happy with him. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't have a single moment in there. Where I was like, oh god, he's talking again, or whatever. I had no problem. Yeah, there. yeah. Like he was awesome. Um, one of the one of the best, one of the shining shining uh people from the movie has to be like Tim Roth, because mm-hmm. at first he has like this one, he has like this uh, I don't know what they call it over there, and like it's like this his accent or whatever was going on. Like he had to put a, he put a fake accent on. Yeah. For his character, not to like not hit like not Tim Roth himself, the character he was playing put on a fake accent. Yeah. But once he gets like shot, remember like all that stuff, like I realized like he's like you know, this evil guy, whatever that came and shot the mini and all that people like that, whatever. Yeah. His accent changes like more like a Cockney. Yeah. Sort of thing like that was that was great. Like he obviously he's like putting a whole show on. Right, right. So it's Tim Roth acting as this right here acting as. This, and, and by the way, um, which I love. Different layers of awesome, of yeah, great. By, by the acting. way, uh, Tim Roth would like in the beginning is like this guy's not going to be a bad guy. <laughs> For whatever reason, I was like this. This is this guy's all right <laughs> because he's, yeah. he's playing it like he's he's playing. He's so nice polite. He's, he's yeah, so polite. Yeah. He's just like you know the part like like it's just, it's just I love the flashback part like where they go back and they show like a mini uh, 
and everybody else getting killed or whatever. Before yeah. that, though, he's like to polite, like, oh, me the way, like, putting his arms out, just like, oh, hello, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, everything's great, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, And they start killing him, and you're like, oh, this guy is so evil. Yeah. And, I, and actually, no, actually, the he's one like, I thought, He's like the most evil of them all. <laughs> what was weird, though, was like, actually, I thought, I knew that he was probably a bad guy. Right. So he was too nice. But I thought the one that was actually the good guy in this whole thing was going to be Michael Madsen character because i thought there's like he's yeah, too obvious like yeah he's, he's too yeah, obvious he's like I love he's the ominous in the background the whole time <laughs> i was like the like um the racist southerner he uh was just like he's him because he's so ugly <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so and like ugly. when he gets it right <laughs> like he's so it's like i knew it he's so <laughs> pleased <laughs> with himself um i don't I know the guy's him. actual <laughs> name <laughs> it's like i kept calling him billy crash <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah i know it's it's him and samuel jackson they're the best in this movie <laughs> they are yeah oh yeah yeah they were great like at first i was going to sure about him like but like uh he really grew on me especially like that whole thing and he was like uh my daddy read, led a rebel arm blah, blah blah and he just faints <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he like this whole like he like this whole like you know this is like the hero shot. Like he was all sort of ready to just go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you're not dead. Get up. Get yeah. up. Get the diabolical. Yeah. Those weird cuts. <laughs> you about to make a deal with this bitch. I also like the best part. Best part about that is like, Everything else is in like regular time. Yeah, it's but just he's so but he's It's so like was Quentin Tarantino just fucking around with this? <laughs> like the speed set? Like oh, I didn't know we can do this. <laughs> oh my god, what is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> what does this button do? <laughs> he turns the DD from Dexter's yeah. lab. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I, what's this button? I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what this button does. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was so funny. Uh, my the, my theater was I was crack, I was like cracking up laughing. That's one thing about the theater. Also, it was like they were laughing when it was. Oh funny. Like, yeah, there was, man. There was a lot of like that's, Tarantino does a great job on humor. Like there was like so much great humor in this movie. Like that was so I funny. Was, I was surprised at some of the was, like you know like I was I was enjoying everything as I usually. I was I was surprised that people were enjoying every all like all the humor as much as I was. Oh God. Um. <laughs> I think the one that got like the biggest laugh though, which is kind of weird, was the part where like uh, Bob gets his head blown. Yes, <laughs> for some reason that was the part that I started cracking up laughing about. Yeah. It's like that was horrifying. They, they, um, <laughs> like that that and, like, uh, Kurt Russell throwing up all over uh, oh, yeah. all over her face that got applause. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me included. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um. <laughs> Like, another one was probably, like, just, like, the very end, like, where they're, um, where Jackson and the Racing Southern are, like, are, like, raising, uh, Jennifer up. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember, like, her character's name. Was it Jody or whatever? Um, Jody Gang? Daisy. Daisy, Daisy, yeah. Jody Daisy. is Channing Tatum. That's right. Thank you. So, uh, Daisy, they're raising up, like, a, like, hanger or whatever. Like, people were applauding in my, they were like, yes. <laughs> and they got, like, they got Kurt Russell's arm hanging off yeah. of her handcuffs. Oh, it's... which, by the way, also, so Tarantino does a great job with that foreshadowing. The part, like, where, like, uh, Kurt Russell gets tossed out of the stage, uh, stagecoach. He's, yep. stagecoach. He says, oh, I almost put my arm off. Yeah. Like, oh, that's like, whatever. Yep. I was like, that's kind of, I was like, I was sitting I was like, that's kind of a weird thing to put in there, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of pushed out of my mind for a little bit. And then, like, once she saw us sawing off his arm, I was like, I had fore- they foreshadowed that I, earlier. I, I, I need. I knew there would be at least <laughs> one sort of thing like where um, she'd have to drag him around, and yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know that she'd have to cut his arm off. It's, that was so gross. <laughs> by the way, like before she even started crawling, I could see the. I could see the machete like hanging on the wall. I was like, she's gonna use that to cut his arm off, and then she did. Yep. Um, <laughs> that was so gross. It was just, it was just like hanging off of her, like when she's like hanging. I was like, oh Jesus! The hangman finally got her, basically. Yep, got his revenge. Um, I really loved, I, uh, I really loved um, Samuel Jackson and Billy Crash. <laughs> <laughs> their, uh, their sort of arc throughout the movie. Like, not much of a arc, really, but I mean, they, they do come to like a mutual um, well, no, understanding was, at the like, end. Things like you know, you look at this movie here, and everybody dies. Like that's only the whole thing, right? right? Everybody dies, but there actually was a happy ending to the movie. Yeah, which is really weird to think about that. Like the the racist and the racist and the, uh, 
I guess just the black guy. <laughs> yeah, black guy. Yeah, sure. I was like, I think I did better with yeah, the black guy. They reconcile at the very end. Yeah, like they reconcile. Not not like they made, they say that there's differences there. But they come right. together for justice, basically. That was like yeah. the whole thing. Like I they really come together. Like that. Yeah, I, I thought that was great. I had that. I had that feeling going on um, when he goes to uh, sit across from Bruce Stern, and like uh, like to, when they're, when they're eating, and. I, I was like, this is this is really sweet. There's no way this is gonna last. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, yeah. And then he gets not. up and starts talking about making his son size two. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no, oh no, shut up. Oh no, it's like getting worse. Um, I, I think that I think Billy Crash was on that now. Yep. Um, I'm calling the racist Southerner. Um, the Southerner. There you go. Um, Billy Crash. Last time I saw you, you had your hands around my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. By the way, what is up with Tarantino <laughs> and dick shots, man? I, don't know. I, was, I put them. in my notes another dick shot. <laughs> there was two of them in Django, and then there was one in this movie. At least in this movie, you don't get to actually see it get blown off. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, did you? I mean, did you get to see it blown off? It's like the like the squib. Yeah, it's not a squib go off. I guess. <laughs> Quick cut to like you know. By the way, there was a lot of shot of penis in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like I was like, all right, this this pork. The kind of thing actually, the kind of thing like this guy is walking around in the snow. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this is can't... real. He's has to, he has to do that. <laughs> glorious 70 millimeter dick what's gonna be really funny though to me i think honestly is that when that guy there gets the oscar and leonardo capito's killing yeah yeah i this is by the way chris i would i would work on any tarantino movie not this one (laughs) oh yeah yeah. it's too cold it's too cold yeah i saw a picture of him like directing uh like with that big old coat on just like no nope (laughs) nope actually okay here's a question for you which one would you rather have like in the snow or in the desert? Like Star Wars desert 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 desert, 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 yeah. All right. So die from heat stroke or die from frost? Because I, I can drink a shitload of water and like stand around fans and stuff in the desert. If I'm <laughs> cold and freezing, I'm just gonna be uncomfortable all the time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh god, it's awful. I was like, oh god, this poor man. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. I mean, like beyond the fact that he had to like you know. um Actually, I'm not sure if I feel bad. Actually, I think you should um, be jealous of him. Actually, of his actions that he had to take. <laughs> I mean, you get the honor of you know sucking. His yeah, thing. sucking off Samuel Jackson. <laughs> While Samuel Jackson laughs diabolically. Yeah. I want to. I want to add some false information to the IMDb trivia and be like, he actually had to suck off Samuel Jackson. <laughs> uh, there was some movie where. Um, they had to put like a prosthetic on the person, like that, like the scene here, like in like a, so I don't know what movie it was anymore. Oh, and like it was just like such an uncomfortable like scene because yeah. you just had to like you saw it, you're like oh gross or blah, blah blah. Yeah. But like this right here, it was like it wasn't like it was graphic, but it was just like this didn't show. It's, like, it's it's like a wide shot. Like obviously, there's no, he doesn't have his dick out or anything. He's yeah, just no, like, no. And he's in front of him, like holding. Well, his, his head warm. Down. Remember, it's warm. By the way, very warm. Yeah, very warm. Very, very hot. You know, people talk about like you know somebody somebody I know, I can say who it was, uh, doesn't like the fact that Samuel Jackson gives like these like monologues or whatever. But like Tarantino excels at that. Like that's one of the best things about mm-hmm. him is that he gives like these people monologues, and they're actually good monologues. Yeah, man. Not I, just like uh, dribbling on about whatever. This is like this is actually like this is entertainment right yeah, here. Like he's this is someone telling a story. It's not someone talking about how much they hate sand. Uh, <laughs> it's um, coarse and rough it gets everywhere not like you <laughs> you're soft <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy it's so like- um i i really like high school i had um i had this drama class and we had to do a uh, a monologue and they wouldn't let me do pulp fiction <laughs> <laughs> we kind of talked about like you know um royale cheese i guess I yeah hey, that'd probably be the most curated part part of that i guess right <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what's what's called a Whopper? I don't know, I'm not going to burn. Let Big Mac. Let Big Mac. <laughs> it's like talk to yourself, I guess. Um, I guess you probably couldn't give like the uh, check my vengeance upon you and all whatever. I guess I, I could do that. Well, I, I, was, I, I wanted to do that or I wanted to do uh, the Gold Watch story. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just imagine wait, standing, wait, so in, front of, standing in front of a class of <laughs> high school students. I had this watch. 
the, the watch the only place he could his ass <laughs> he'd be damned if he lived <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure I okay let's go back by the way for a second to uh billy crash again yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so he's he was the funniest one in the movie oh yeah like he was easily the funniest one in the movie i think that if anybody should get like an oscar nomination should be him <laughs> just for his his role in this was so good like I he see. was like he was probably the breakout star of the movie i think was like him oh yeah like he was the one that was kind of like oh he's okay blah blah and i'll say just like he did all these crazy things whatever he was just like so funny um he said he has to like hobble around on his like foot and with like the chair or whatever as a walker i'm calling it he's a, he's at least uh, have the golden globes been announced because i i'd say he'd probably oh dude i don't care about this. i don't care either but <laughs> i don't know is ricky gervais gonna be the host again is he gonna make more jokes about mel gibson yeah, yeah. That's always funny every time. You know, I, what I've realized about, this, about these, about, the, about Tarantino at least, mm. I don't think he's ever going to write a novel. Like, originally this was supposed to be a novel, right? That's what I was reading about. Like, this was originally. He, like, he was going to turn it into a novel after the um, script got leaked. Well, I read it, like, as in, like, he was going to write it as a novel, like, with, like, Django in there, blah, blah, blah. It's like, this is back before, like, he changed out, took it out Django and made just, like, a straight, mm. like, bad guys, whatever. Because originally he talked about how like, he had, like, uh, Django uh, being picked up by the carriage, whatever, there's all these bad people, blah, blah, blah. And he realized he's useless in the script. Right? He doesn't, wouldn't do anything. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't be adding anything at all, blah, blah, blah. But it was going to be, like, a, you know, just further adventures of Django, like, right. in that year before, uh, I think, like, kind of goes off, whatever. Right. With um the Dr. Schultz. Uh, probably that's supposed to be a novel. But it changed it into a movie. Because he realized this is, supposed to, this is more of a movie than a novel. Right. So I have no faith in them ever making a novel. <laughs> like it ever will. I th- I think it, it's um we talked about a little bit about seventy millimeter before this, uh, mm-hmm. before uh, rather, um, I think this was a weird choice. I mean, like obviously, like the wides, it was very useful um for that. Like uh, like this is a movie that's got like that it doesn't demand multiple viewings, but like multiple viewings will make like it, it'll it'll get better every time. Uh, because like you'll be able to see something else going on in this side of the frame. Of all of his movies, this seems because it's so enclosed. It, it was a weird one to choose Alter Panavision for. Um, like, I don't know. Like I mean, Django, I think it... that would have been great. Kill Bill. Like, I, I, I don't know. I guess I just associate it with like you know movies with a big scope, like Ben Hur and all those. I mean, that's the thing about that thing that actually would actually work really well because the fact that like. It felt like a bigger scope movie, though, even though it was like had like two settings. Maybe, and that like that actually made it like feel like a much bigger movie, even though it was like a very small environment. Like, the the building that we're in like was not a big building; it was mm. a super tiny place, whatever. Right. But they made it huge because of the widescreen stuff. So what you're saying is he lied to us. Well, yeah. I mean, you're when you're a filmmaker, you. <laughs> well, yes, Tyler. It's a motion picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't actually happen. You mean movie, not real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't like uh, was it Gox Quest or whatever? And they're like aliens all think that the TV shows that they're picking up is actually are real. <laughs> so oh. they're like, they're like, well, you can't think that Gilgit's Island. Oh, those poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Anyway, um, well, the seventy millimeter though really worked out really well, except for the fact that some theaters <laughs> had it burn on them. Yeah, <laughs> it caught fire apparently. I was like, oh god, could you imagine like? You're sitting there, you drive like three hours or whatever to go see this yep. movie in 70 millimeter, and it burns up on you. It, You're not going to get it, that with digital. You that's so. what I can, That's what I paid to see. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I was happy with what I saw. I was very, very... It's, I not, was, it's not a real film until it burns up. <laughs> God, the, even the accent is real. It's like super bad. Um, uh, God. But the cinematography is great, by the way. I really wish I would have seen. Let's talk about. I guess we're talking about seven millimeter. Let's talk about the road show for a second here. Sure. So the road show, you had an a uh, overture. Over, yeah, thank you. An overture first. Then you also had intermission. The intermission happens after Samuel Jackson's big old long speech about uh, getting his big ding. God stuff. damn, that would be a weird place to end the movie. But that or like uh, pause the movie. Well, no, that um, was that was it though. That was exactly what they had it though. Like that was like because it because it stops right there. That makes sense because then it comes in with the narration. Right, because it goes the narration right there and it tells talks about like the fifty minutes ago. Fifty minutes ago was like was because because the intermission is fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah. It allows you like basically to let that let that scene there just kind of stew for a while. 
Yeah. That's why that that's why I say that, that right there is when Tarantino started was that that was like we're about going, okay, now we're back to like now we're riding to straight into Tarantino territory, like this is like this is gonna be it right here, blah blah blah. Right. And I really wish I had the intermission in mind. I hope that the D V D comes with or Blu ray, whatever comes with that. Like I, I want to have the overture. I want to have the intermission in there. So I, I would absolutely enjoy like seeing like how that kind of works, whatever. Yeah. You know, yes, I'm not in theater. It's, it's kind of like how um like how Grindhouse played out with Death Proof and um. Yeah, yeah, Hunter. perfect. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. And there was, I mean, because like when, those... when they when they came out on home video, they were separate. So it, like it wasn't even close to the same experience. No, definitely not. Like the in the theaters, and the, it was kind of weird. Like those movies are theaters, like they're like an hour long. Yeah. Like that's it though. This movie is <laughs> way longer. Yeah. It's over an hour longer than those right there. And that's and it has intermission there. I kinda wish I'd gotten experience at that that right there, but I didn't want to travel. I would have had to travel at least uh just an hour and a half probably. I was like, I just don't want to do, do that. I'd have I to do two can't. and a half hours. I would have spent like over a hundred dollars to see the to see one movie. I was like, yeah. I kept I wanted to do it so bad but I had to get kept lying to myself and saying it's not worth it yeah i mean it, it was like so I, I mean I, I probably would have enjoyed it probably, i'm sure it would have been an enjoyable experience but i just i don't think i i couldn't have done it yeah just couldn't have happened so i want to we, we kind of we've talked about him a couple times here but um i'm gonna say i kind of wish i didn't know channing tatum was in it ahead of time oh yeah because that was like things like you because you're like you're waiting expecting for him him. to happen yeah yeah and um actually and, i forgot about him. i totally forgot about him like I just, I don't know. I, I kept thinking like, is someone gonna come in? Is it gonna like, uh, it, it or like maybe they'll do a flashback or something? Like when when they uh, when they did the flashback during Samuel Jackson's story, um, like <laughs> I was like, is this him, the guy naked walking in the snow? <laughs> my same chain Tim's penis finally. I've been waiting for this to happen. This <laughs> I've been wonderful waiting for moment. This all my life. I was too uh, I was too nervous to buy a ticket for Magic Mike. Here we go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's time. Uh, Magic Mike, um, by the way, is a national treasure <laughs> movie. <laughs> Both of them, by the way. I mean, the sequel as well. Oh, of course. But yeah, I, I kept expecting him, and I'll I'll say he's he's okay. He, yeah, like he, he, he wasn't he wasn't bad at all in the movie. I, thought, um, I mean, he's not that uh, well. It's not that he's not a great actor, or whatever. So it's yeah. kind of like he's not like he's not a bad actor, but he's also not good. Yeah, I mean, really, the best parts with him were like whenever he was on screen. Yeah. Like the the best one the the, one of the best parts with him was like whenever was his head getting blown off, mm-hmm. and the other part was when he's down there basically whatever, and uh, there's like okay throw your gun up he throws a gun up whatever, and he's like throw your gun, gun throw the gun he's like I don't have another gun we better shit out of yeah, gun we better faster. shit one out <laughs> it's like you wait and then he throws it up <laughs> no, no the best was like it's like that it was like that pause. And then it throws it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was great. That was so funny. Yes. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And you, like, you know he has a second gun because they did the flashback before that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, uh, and like, Billy Crass looks at him and is like, he's like, uh, good call, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, that little bromance is going on over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you bring it up, by the way, uh, people coming in. Let's talk about the other funniest part of the whole movie. The tour. Yeah. <laughs> that tour was a fun God damn, Michael Madsen. Like, real life Batman voice. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the door. You have to use two boards. Yeah, exactly. And, like, at first, you know, like, the person to come in, uh, you have to use you whatever, you have to kind of help people saying it. And like, as like as it goes on, more people are yelling at yeah, each other. Like, Close the door! The fucking door is broken. <laughs> you have to use two boards. Two. <laughs> use three. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh god, it was so funny. I was like, they, somehow the door is a character in this movie. Right, right. The door should win an Oscar over Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Oh man! Um, well, it was like whenever like the door with the latch broken over, I was like, "There's something to this right here." I wonder what's gonna happen with the door and the latch. Like, yeah, like that's probably good because like they keep talking about it. there's some there's no way this is like this is like you know, whatever. And please go take a shot. And you're like, okay, that's okay. That's how it's gonna happen. Cool, got it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like I said, it's just so funny every time, <laughs> every single time. Like, like in the nail, the nail, whatever. You're thinking like. You know, uh, there's still like five people out there or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> there's still like three. It's gonna have three more, two or three more times. Yep. And like, um, with the with like the sad was like, was like whenever Obi comes in, he doesn't give a crap about that. Yeah. He just he's like just blanket fire. Do you want like yeah. food? Nope, 
Nope, I just want to blanket. Do it later. <laughs> we'll eat later. Which I, I like that. That's kind of like a, almost like a uh, foreshadowing as well to Jackson's story. Talking about how the guy was so cold, he just wanted a blanket or whatever. Like he'd do anything for a blanket. Yeah. Obi was, you know, he just wanted a blanket. He wasn't hungry, didn't want any food, didn't want anything else. He just wanted a blanket. Yep. He was cold as hell. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Okay. There's an important thing that we haven't talked about yet that I think we were like almost an hour into sync. Uh-huh. One of the most important parts of the whole movie. Uh-huh. That score. Yep. Really great score. Ineo, uh, I'm gonna, I may pronounce this wrong. Ineo Morricone? Something like that. Maybe. I'm butchering. I'm sorry. But that was fantastic. Yes. If you don't know who this guy is, um, we'll give you a taste of what he is. That right there we just heard is the theme from Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Yes. The everybody knows Everyone knows. People everybody who have never that. even heard of the movie know what it is. Yeah. So this guy, you know, he writes this fantastic music, whatever. Mm-hmm. He did such a great job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole, like, uh, I think the, the, the part, like, really, really knows the scores because it's just amazing was whenever uh, it was Obi and uh, Billy Crass out there hammering in the spikes. Yeah. There's like really that. Great. There was like that really kind of dark tone. You're just like sitting there, it's like I was on the edge of my seat, just waiting for them, like like somebody to die. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna die right now. Or this is early in the movie. This is yeah. too early. <laughs> it was like I was like, oh my god, this is like so intense. Yeah. He like Ennio Morricone or Morricone or whatever, uh, wrote the score. He didn't write score. Like he Tarantino used some of the music, I think, mm-hmm. from uh some Morricone's music. Yeah. And he Morricone like he uh. He actually talked about how, like, he was very, he said, like, this is, like, terrible place for music, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God, this could be like, a whole thing right here, isn't it? But it was like, and also he was announced as the composer, and I was like. Yeah. Well, he's, he's been using really? his music for, you know, since, like, Kill Bill. Like, in almost every movie. Yeah, yeah. The guy, like, all he does now is, like, the, these, like, Italian movies, and that's, like, just a couple, like, maybe, like, one a year or so. I think it's right. all I like, read. They're very, very short, you know, very cheap films. This is probably the biggest thing he's done in a long time. Right, and it's it's great, and man. It's great. Oh yeah, it was it's fantastic. Um, the whole like theme at the very beginning, whatever, whenever like this, we didn't have an overture by the way. I didn't have an overture, so the, my for me the theme was like when the the shots like on the, on the cross with yeah, the, yeah, Jesus the on there, whatever. The, Which, I didn't know what that was. I thought I was like, what is that at first? I couldn't tell what that was. They kind of like slowly panning out, whatever. Yeah, the music the right. music was beautiful. I was like, this mm-hmm. is fantastic. Django is still a better theme, but oh god, yeah, dude, <laughs> oh my god, I, I don't, I don't know if I sold it enough. It, I, I don't remember even what I said during the, the part two of the Tarantino discussion. I, I like, ah, oh, imagining being Tarantino when getting getting that song, I would be in tears. I would be in tears with how beautiful it is. Like yeah. this was made for my movie. <laughs> it, it, wait, like so it. it I should compare the two. It's totally different yeah. things. Yeah, this is. But have, from one memory, of my notes like, is, one of my notes is this is this definitely isn't Quentin's best movie by any means, but it's very good. Yeah, um, I was just gonna ask you like at the very end, whenever we get to that point, I guess mm-hmm. where it stacks up with all the others. Yeah, I was gonna ask like where like where do you rank it? I have no ranking right now. I can't do it. Um, I have no idea. I yeah, I, I, think I, it's, I, think it's I have too a really good me. idea. I um okay so my. I actually I went I went back to make sure that I have I have it um, correct. I listened to the very end of uh, our Tarantino discussion to see where I how I rank the others, and all of my rankings still stand. Um, Pulp Fiction, Django Unchained, Kill Bill, Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown, and Glorious Bastards, and Death Proof. Um, I think Hateful Eight is going to take the number five spot between Reservoir Dogs and Jackie Brown. Yeah, I think that for me, I had like I think I had like Reservoir Dogs up the near the very very top next to Kill Bill and right Django, but mm-hmm. I I don't know right now. I think it's for me, it's just too early. Yeah, yeah. Um, this actually, I I felt quite a few. I don't know if they were like intentional visual references to Reservoir Dogs, but I felt it a couple times. For one, the story is like a group of bad guys. Um, yeah, I was gonna say and this then the, that's the ending. Kind of it's the two guys like kind of huddled up at a in a close area, bleeding, <laughs> bleeding to death. The only difference though is that uh, nobody nobody survives in this one. <laughs> yeah, because Busimi is the only one that survives. Well, then that. again, 
Well, oh yeah. Okay. May- well, don't you hear Steve Buscemi get shot? In- no, you don't. You hear like you hear the cops saying, "Get on the ground! Get on the ground! Get on the ground! Stay down! Stay!" Or you like you hear okay. like him getting arrested. Okay. Like you hear him actually getting right. arrested. Like, right, 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 right. Like there's a couple of gunshots, but like you can hear the fact that they're still yelling at him after the gunshots are done. So yeah, tell him get on the ground, get on the ground, whatever. Right. And I think that I believe that I like he was the only person that survived that whole thing. So, oh, uh, one one thing I have one last note here. Um, I'm really glad to see that he's still working with the Django editor, um, Fred Raskin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was did a really great job. Yep. Uh, you got anything else, Chris? Nope. Okay, I'm good. Okay, well, let's give her a rating. God, shut up. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'll. Man, uh, I have. I have one thing written down. Uh oh. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna give this eight point five Jamies out of ten. <laughs> How many Jamies do you give this, Chris? How many Jamies? Um, I give this uh, 4.2 Legacies out of out of 5 Jamies. That's <laughs> be out of 10, damn it. Well, okay, well... That's, then that's it, 8 or 9. I mean, I'll, actually, I think, I think I, I agree with your rating. It's 8.5. Right. Like that's, it's, it's, it's not perfect by any means, but it's... it's no, really and... Good. If you want to stand this kind of for a few hours, kind of just enjoy this yeah. wonderful little, you know, bloody movie. That's yeah. great. Like, like it's not one to like you have to sit down and like think about too much, right? But like, it's just actually one of the best parts of the movie is probably just like the the rewatchability of this right here is so it's still really good. Right. Yeah, like, that, that that was something I was thinking about earlier today. Actually, I want to rewatch this because like now you think about like how nervous everybody was when Samuel Jackson and um. The sheriff. That's what. He, that's what he was. That's what he was. He was a sheriff. Right. Okay. His character yeah, referred to the Jesus Christ. The, <laughs> sheriff, the sheriff Billy Crash. <laughs> sheriff Billy Crash. Um, when they show up, whatever. Everybody in there is like super nervous. They have to like, you know, they have to like really like, play the play this part right here because they're not like too mm-hmm. sure like what to do with these two guys. They were they were not expecting them. They're expecting like just Kurt Russell and, um, Obi the driver and like guess uh, the girl. Yeah. Also, there's these two strangers that show up, and by the way, they're the ones that actually survive this whole thing. That survive, like, yeah, yeah. Or they they live to the until the, the very end, like when they finally die. Yeah. But like the ones that weren't supposed to be there had to deal with all this crap. <laughs> right. Well, I, I was thinking about this because um, this is such a horrible comparison. It's like watching an episode of Scooby Doo. Like as soon as you know who did it, <laughs> it's like. It's all Jenkins. It's yeah. old man. <laughs> well, you you know you know who did it in Scooby Doo. It's, it's old man, man Bob. Jenkins. Whatever. This one. But like, as soon as you figure out who did it, it's like okay. Well, I mean, so as soon as you know how this all plays out, it's like, does this have rewatchability? And the answer is yes, because now you can look around and see. Like now you can see how it plays out. Yeah, I guess you can, like I said, watch the background especially. Like I right. I was trying to watch it a little bit, but like the foreground was too entertaining for me to keep doing that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I I loved, I loved it was great. It was good. Yes. It was very very good. Very good it was. Movie. Um, we definitely recommend it. Yes. Go, oh yes. I go like sit your ass movie. down for three hours and watch this movie. Yes. And if you if you happen to have a seventy millimeter thing nearby you, do it. Have fun. It's it's a theater experience. <laughs> Be sure to know where the fire exits are. Yeah, make sure the fire exits. Um, yeah, make sure there's a fire marshal in the building with you. Yeah. Uh, should we do? big short i mean if you're gonna see it if it, okay yeah okay. because yeah, um, right. i i might i might see it um might, if, if, that's if, we it, don't, then... if we don't do the big short then what's next brad bird <laughs> brad bird okay you okay brad bird. so uh next next time on the podcast we'll either be doing <laughs> the big short or uh brad bird movies and those are very very similar anyway so we might yes. combine together well, yeah we'll, we'll just do both of them <laughs> <laughs> all right all right Oh, and by the way, Happy New Year, everyone! Yay! Good night, everyone, and have a, have a Happy New Year. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com. I would say that it was probably as funny as an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> <laughs> it has as many jokes in there. That's not true. It was uh, way funnier. Yeah, I was about to say, Chris, you're really discrediting it here. The, the funniest part of the movie was when Jenny Tam got his head blown off. Oh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs>